On one of the last days of the trip, I fucked three guys in one day. The sex was so good, I got my ass ate, squirted all over one guy's sheets, and fucked in a hotel with a mirror on the ceiling. Honestly, I would do it all again. On all the kicks, she don't never take no lines. Have the one, two, four, five, six. Says she live in Marble Hill, but she chill at Pelham Bay. No hellos or how you feel. All her friends take L O K. Bronx made, 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 Bronx made. Hey, que lo que? Welcome to Bronx Girl at Heart, a space where we explore harsh truths about growing up in our 20s and show love to our past while looking towards our future. My name is Bronx Girl at Heart, aka Alanis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 11. Thank you guys for supporting us all the way here. And today's topic will be about motherhood. So before we get to that, I just want to remind you guys to follow the podcast page so please follow at bronx girl at heart podcast and if you enjoy the podcast today please leave a comment in the rating and review section of apple podcasts and leave a reply in the q a section of spotify yes so before we get to that motherhood topic which i have a lot of things to say about motherhood i i really just want to talk about whether it's respected in society and how we can support our mothers. Um, Especially today, we have a guest who will introduce themselves in a little bit, but she happens to be a mother. So I'm excited to learn about what motherhood means to her as she balances a host of things like her own business. But let's start off with the sound off. Today's sound off will be a shorter one because last episode we gave you guys so many topics to talk about and discuss. So today I really I really wanted to talk about this event that happened in Malta recently. So there was like a Malta brunch weekend and shit went down. Like it was kind of crazy. I was like shit. I wish I, I was in Malta. So the Shade Borough, which is an Instagram blog page, posted a bunch of DMs that people were sending this influencer named Alani. And I don't know if you guys know her, but she always gets all like the tea and like the nasty gritty details. So just to give you guys some highlights of apparently what happened on DLT Brunch Malta, this girl shares these are anonymous messages by the way but this girl said I didn't have a threesome or my first lesbian experience unfortunately but the alcohol was flowing and I was ready to hoe out so I ended up having sex with six different guys over six days over the six days I was there on one of the last days of the trip I fucked three guys in one day the sex was so good, I got my ass ate, squirted all over one guy's sheets, and fucked in a hotel with a mirror on the ceiling. Honestly, I would do it all again. Girl. <laughs> um, this other anonymous message says, I was going to take this to the grave, but why? I have to live my truth. So on the second day, I had group sex with three other girls and two guys. It was really good, and I'd love to do it again if the opportunity ever presents itself. The two guys fucked me together, one in my ass and the other in my mouth, as one of the girls ate me out. I'd definitely do it again. I know you'll see this. Call me back. So this is what was happening (laughs) in DLT Brunch Malta. If y'all know anybody who went, like, please ask them questions. There are people in the comments talking about, no, like, people, you know, there are people that went and just enjoyed the brunch and enjoyed the weekend and lived peacefully. You know, we got the Bible, what is it, the Bible warriors in the comments being like, what the fuck is going on with this generation? 
Listen, it sounds like some freak Nick shit to me. This is the same shit that was happening in, I don't even know, in the 80s and 90s back in the day. It's just now we got social media and people are sharing it. And it's like, girl, like, I love how she said I was going to take this to the grave. Like, so why didn't you? <laughs> why didn't you? <laughs> but nah, shit is funny regardless. <laughs> so I hope you guys had fun. Those people that went and spent that crazy weekend in Malta. That sounds like. That sounds like a time, okay? I also want to talk about this video that popped up of, I think it was Summer Jam. So Cardi B performed her hit song, Tomorrow, at Summer Jam. Well, the you know her remix to Tomorrow. And she played a clip of a twerking Annie. And a lot of people in the comments were saying it resembled Ice Spice. So obviously they were starting like that beef. And Cardi B has since responded. She said something along the lines of, yeah, I dragged it. But I don't know. I can't help to think like, you know Ice Spice looks like a twerking Annie. Like, you know this. So I don't know why someone in her team didn't flag that possibly there would be that comparison. I feel like that was an oversight. But also at the same time, if we didn't have an Ice Spice, like a twerking Annie would be like mad smart, especially because the song's called Tomorrow. So she let it in with a clip from the song Tomorrow from the musical Annie. I thought it was a good, like smart, clever idea. But considering the fact that there's a rapper that wears her hair short and red and twerks and legit looks like a Bronx Annie, it was kind of crazy. But let me know what you guys think about the Cardi B performance at Summer Jam. And also let me know what you guys think about Malta Weekend. And would you guys be okay if your significant other was over there during the weekend? <laughs> now that you know everything that happened. But yeah, we're done with Sound Off. Like I said, I was going to keep it short and sweet since our last episode was so lengthy. And now I can introduce our special guest today. So right across from me, I have Khadija. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you for inviting me into your show. Of course. So yeah, you can just, I guess, tell people, I know you as Khadija, but if you have a preferred name, definitely let us know. And also what borough you're from or where you're from and share your socials if you can. Okay. So my name is Khadija. Mm -hmm. I'm from Brooklyn. You can follow me on Instagram at bomb bomb events, and th on there I'm also an event planner. Lit. How long have you been event planning for? Only about about a year now. Okay, that's awesome. I started it. I started to see my um my dad's wife do it, mm. and um I always love planning events also for my family and my daughter. Yeah. And before, years ago, a lot of times my family would throw a lot of block parties for the community. That's lit. That's cool. I was like, you know what? You know what? I, I want to be able to do that, too. Okay. And bring it up to that level. Okay. And how's it going so far? I'm still brand building my brand right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm just taking one day at a time. That's awesome. So, yeah, you guys listening, If um, do you plan events for, like, people, like, if you, they want a birthday party? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. And you also, I also saw that you were doing, like, some community building, like, I don't know, like, workshops or something like that? Yeah, so the last one was a, a workshop where um, everybody came in and did vision boards. Oh, that's vision cool. Boards. That's cool. It, was that your first vision board party? That yes. Yes. How was it? I've always wanted to do something like that. It was nerve-wracking in the beginning in terms of planning, in terms of hosting my first event by myself. Mm -hmm. But I felt as though that was a learning experience for me. Okay. And then took that back to what I'm going to do next for my next event. Okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that. I'd love to hear what you learned from that experience and how you're going to build off of that. But to get us, you know, started and get us loose. Oh, I was about to jump to Casa Confessions. We're getting there. But before we get there, do you have any thoughts on my sound off? Like the Cardi B performance at Summer Jam or DLT Malta Brunch Weekend. Apparently this crazy shit that was happening. Yes, Malta Brunch Weekend? Oh, no. 
Mm-mm. If my man was there, we're not in a relationship anymore. If he was just there, <laughs> but no, if you just wouldn't trust your man in that environment. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's very loose. Very lo- Would you go oh. with him? Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Oh. Might be, might be fun. Might be, you might get inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Casa Confessions. It's a segment where we have four to six mild to out-of-pocket questions, and guests can opt out of a question by taking a shot of Casamigos. So, before we get started, we will take a shot. I didn't get to see the part of your survey where you said if you wanted to drink, are you okay with drinking today? Okay, cool. So we're gonna take a shot. Bartender, aka <laughs> LR, do you wanna pour it up? <laughs> and he- two different sizes, do y'all wanna switch or do y'all? <laughs> um, how about you just give us the same amount even though it's <laughs> okay. a different size? Like, yeah. I think that's good. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let me force a little bit out because I don't want to. <laughs> and it's going to spill. It's going to spill. spill regardless. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you, bartender. Thank you. And you know I need a chaser. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Episode eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, nice little, nice little ah. refreshing chaser. Nice. Why the Casamigos tasted like, oh, I'm not going to say it. Why the tequila, I don't get a check from that brand. Why the tequila <laughs> tasted it had, like it had lemon in it? It didn't? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I just imagined mm-hmm. some lemon, some lime in there. Okay. Let's get started. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Giving head for three hours or getting head for three hours? I would get head for three hours. Get head for three hours? Yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> it's enjoyable. I love it. Okay, duh. Yeah. Right. No. I love it. I think most girls will say that, I, but I do know one girl in particular who would give head for three hours. What? Yes. LR's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, what's the <her> number? <laughs> okay. What are your bedroom icks with men? So, like, things they do when you're having sex that, like, you're like, why? Biting? The worst I've had, like, was, um, like, using your teeth mm. while eating it. Oh, no. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop that. Right. You're not biting anything. Ugh. <laughs> Has anyone ever uh, cut you while doing that? No. <laughs> it just felt very uncomfortable. So what do you do? You tell them to stop? Yeah. Or, or you just... Okay, some girls stay quiet, so that's good that you tell mm-hmm. them to stop. Who is your favorite cousin and why? Mm. <laughs> this is mad shady because LR and Khadija are cousins, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so this is very shady. <laughs> No. Um don't feel pressured now. Say your truth. No. Um, <laughs> my cousin Trina because okay. she just I talk to her every day and okay. um she just listens sometimes even when I don't want to talk, she'll mm-hmm. still call me and be on the phone silent. Oh, that's Cause she nice. gets she understands like sometimes I'm like that. Like sometimes I just want company and we don't have to talk. That's so sweet. I need to find someone to do that. Someone who will call me and not talk. That's wholesome. I like that. That's cute. Does she know that she's your favorite cousin? Um, <laughs> now she'll know. That's so cute. Okay. What's the difference between good dick and bad dick? Um, good dick make you go to sleep right away. Mm-hmm. Have you snoring. Put you to bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One more. Yes. <laughs> um. Bad dick is like. How do you know it's I'm bad dick a, though? Like, what is bad dick? And it doesn't feel like nothing is happening. Yeah, like you're like, what's going on? Right. Like, are you in? 
Right. <laughs> Are you in yet? <laughs> Have you had to ask that before? Are you in yet? <laughs> no. Um, no. It keeps slipping out. <laughs> it keeps slipping out. Um, I'm tired. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm like, okay. That is bad dick. No bueno. Mm. If your dick keeps slipping out, that's bad dick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. You're doing so good. What's something that you like to do in the bedroom that people wouldn't expect? Mm. I like. <laughs> She's thinking of a lie. No. Say your truth. I always wanted um, to do like a million different positions, mm-hmm. less than a minute. In less than a minute. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was like, I don't even know. the, the What is this? <laughs> like, this is like a race? A pussy, a pussy race? Okay. No, because this is like, sometimes it's like finding the right spot. Okay. How many positions have you done in like the shortest amount of time? Um, maybe like three. Like uh, three? Yeah. Okay. In like two minutes. Three. In two minutes. Yeah, three. Okay. Now you gotta beat that record. You gotta do like five in one minute. Yeah, that's the goal. That's <laughs> so what were the what were the three positions you did? Missionary, um, cowgirl, mm-hmm. and, and then the, the the reverse cowgirl like that. Okay. All right. The mm-hmm. the two last ones were kinda cheating because all you had to do was turn around. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I like the most. Okay. All right, that was really good. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> no, no shots were taken. <laughs> okay. All right, so now we're at our segment called Show and Tell. So this is a chance for you to, if you were a rapper or a musician, we would have you perform or, or something or just spit a bar. But I think this would be a great opportunity for you to share um I guess a little bit more information about your business, maybe an upcoming event or a recent event that you had. So I have this event coming up um, June 24th. It's paint night where we could paint your um, home mats. Mm -hmm. And I want to have it where it's an open, um, a most open bar, full of wine, champagne. Um, I'm also having it catered by a flyer mall catering. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm also having... It on, we, we have rooftop access mm-hmm. um, and some vendors also coming that's going to sell candles and they're also going to sell um, knitted hats. Okay. Now, unfortunately, I think by the time this episode will be released that that event would have already happened. But what are some other events that you have in mind to do or I guess just give the audience a little bit of ta- a little taste of what you can do if they're interesting, if they're interested in event planning? Okay. So looking forward to the future, I'm looking forward to um, build relationships with clients that wants that flexibility, mm-hmm. whether it's texting at nine o'clock for an event, trying to figure out oh, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? Coming up with themes mm-hmm. or if they need a host, if they need a event decorator, if they need me to hire entertainment, mm-hmm. I can do that. So, so you're that girl that if someone's in a time crunch, like yes. I need to throw a surprise birthday party for my man in under two weeks. Like you got it? Yes. All right. Yes. So you guys heard it here. If you need, if you're a last minute Nancy like me and you need something quick and fast and quality, like Khadija's your girl. Yes. Love it. Okay, so with that said, now we'll get into our main topic, which is motherhood. I, when LR told me that you're a mother, I was like, oh my gosh. And lately, we had another young mother on the podcast, but I feel like I've grown so much since she was here. Like, I don't think I understood the depth of what mothers go through. And just through social media, I've been exposed to so much more content and people talking about motherhood and mothering and even some women going as far as to say that they don't like it which to a lot of people that could be taboo but after hearing and researching why um why mothers don't like it I'm like I I get it it sounds about right so I can even play a clip that I 
that got me thinking about this and that really sparked this conversation. So let me pull that up shortly. I believe here. Um, I remember listening to this and I was like, whoa, like it's so odd to hear women speak about motherhood in a way like they don't like it because it's like you chose it and that's what everyone was saying in the comments but after really reflecting and seeing how do we give enough support to our mothers like the mothers in our community and I don't think we do and also in reality it takes a village to raise a kid and nowadays people are just so individual and Um, so this was a really interesting clip that I heard on Instagram and I'll play it right now. Let's talk about the opposite of fun, motherhood, because we were talking about this last night and y'all were like, I think it was you specifically was like, I don't like motherhood. And I was like, you are a mother. I'm a a whole mother. You can't say that. I'm not tiptoeing on the marble floors. I don't like motherhood. What don't you like about it? I don't like the pressure. I don't like the responsibility. I don't like that I am a driver because these tiny humans (laughs) can't drive. I'm an unpaid driver. That's true. Like, Uber drivers make more than me. I don't. You're driving for free. No tips. No tips. There is no guaranteed return on my investment with motherhood. You are literally hoping for the best. You are putting your absolute best in the maximum amount of money. You put some good into this girl, though. Man, she's a dope kid, and I still dislike motherhood. I don't like it. So uh, shout out to Girl Stop Playing live podcast. Um, That was a clip that they posted on Instagram. So Khadija, since you are a mother, what is your reaction to that clip? I can understand where she's coming from um, because motherhood has its pros and it also has its cons. Mm -hmm. So some days you feel lively, energetic, but then the days you're tired and you don't want to do certain things, you still have to show up. And it's like that. When do I? When can I clock out? Yeah. When can I take a vacation from this? It's a job. It's a real. It's a realistic thing. Yeah, it's a job that offers no PTO. Right. <laughs> no and, day, No sick days. Right. And what she was saying, no, like, for real return on investment either. Yeah. Like, you, your kid could come out however. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you can put all those hours into it. And I mean, you can hope, and I'm sure your daughter will come yes. out amazing and respectful and perfect. But you never know. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's, that's the real truth about it. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like, some people in the comments, a lot of people in the comments were actually hating on this woman for saying this. Like, wow, you chose to be a mother. Sick. Like, I can't believe this is how this generation is. Like, like wow, I feel so bad for these kids or whatever. But you're a mother and you agree with what she's saying. But that's just like a job. Sometimes you look at the salary and be like, okay, this is what I, this is the goal I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But you didn't realize that what you were actually signing up for until you, day by day, are at that job. Exactly. So that's why. So all these things start coming up. Yeah. And that's why people that aren't mothers shouldn't give opinions on what mothers do because they have no idea of the day to day tasks of the job. They just have like the overarching view, but you won't know. The emotional consequences, the, I guess, the tug of war, the the daily struggles that you deal with until you're there. Exactly. Okay, so what has been your experience with motherhood so far? It has been a learning experience. I feel like that's the, that's the thing I'm like learning every day still to this day. Mm-hmm. How to be a mother, how to be a better mother, mm-hmm. how do I look at things I've done in the past and just keep growing as a parent Mm -hmm. because there's no guide to this yeah there's no all the books on Amazon about how to be a parent (laughs) yeah no you really have to experience and create your own path for it yeah that that makes sense do you feel that you have the support you need to be the best mother you can be yes that's great because a lot of people don't so what is your support system my family mm-hmm. um just being in, and also i i pray a lot mm-hmm. just to keep myself grounded so religion is a yes. big a big um 
I guess that's a support system for you. Do you have people in the church and stuff yes. that hold you down? Yes. That's awesome. And also recently um, connected with the women's ministry too. Yeah. So they also are my backbone. That's beautiful. So like if you need a break, do you have someone you can call to take over and maybe watch your kid for a little while? Yes. That's yes. that's a luxury. It, it really, I think that should be, a, that's a basic necessity. Yes. But unfortunately nowadays that's a luxury. Yes. And I think that's what happens when we see, Absolutely. when we see mothers that are like, unfortunately like negligent or some sad situations where um you know not saying that this is all the cases some people are just bad people some people just don't deserve to be um parents but then there are people that just need a break and if you're if you don't have a society that formulates that structure where mothers can take breaks and you don't have a community around you who can help you then that can be really challenging and people can break because we're just humans. You can't Absolutely. put the weight of a world of the world on a mother, Absolutely. on one person. So I'm really happy to hear that you have that support system. Thank you. How, I've always wondered this, like how do people with kids have sex? What do you mean? Like what you be doing? Like your, your daughter is like right across the hall. Like what do you do? No. If you want to have sex, you have to go to the person's house. Oh, you got to leave your house. Yeah. Okay. Or they're, they're not there. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you basically got to sneak around. It's like when you're a teenager and you, and your parent and you're around your parents. No, it's to say that, you know, um, as your an adult, your kid becomes your parent. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like sneak yeah. around and shit. I guess you could say something like that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like most of the, t so probably like out of the hours people have sex in their whole lifetime, most of those hours are probably hidden and like secretive. Absolutely. Cause then you wonder why you have all these brothers and sisters. It's like, when did that happen? Cause they just been sneaking and freaking and wow. <laughs> Mm, okay so you just find time where your daughter's sleeping or get someone to take care of her or she's out the house then you just you just do what you got to do yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i have needs too yes everyone has, everyone has needs that's fair of course i just wanted to know what y'all be doing okay gentle parenting or not nah? But gentle parenting is just a preface. It's like, I would say it's it's a practice that parents are incorporating now, which is really considering the impact of how you treat your kid now and how that'll impact their development in the future. So there's a lot of TikTokers and influencers who are like, you know, being very patient. They're against like, hitting your kids they're against yelling at your kids it's really making them feel seen and like validating their emotions every step of the way so if they have a tantrum you know giving them a sense of safety and security during that tantrum obviously there's different forms of discipline that can be incorporated but I feel like it's really about valuing the kids emotions so is that something you practice yes you do? Yes. You're the first person I know who's yes. down with the uh, the down with the gentle because parenting. Because I feel like sometimes there's always a why. Mm -hmm. Why something happened. But why are they sad, right? Because something made them upset. Mm -hmm. I want to know the why. Yeah. Because I feel like our emotions trigger behavior. Yeah. So what are your emotions right now? How are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? Mm -hmm. How can I help you? So what's like a recent example you have with your kid where you had to practice gentle parenting? Recently with um, her tablet, mm -hmm. um, I'm like, I took it away from her and I'm like, but why are you crying? Mm -hmm. Are you mad that I'm taking it away? Or are you upset that now you can't play your game? Yeah. Now it's like, okay, so now you're mad because I took it away from you, but how can I support you to feel like you need the attention that you were looking for. Yeah. And instead of feeling like now I'm mad because I don't got the tablet, 
So now I don't have to pay. So now you don't have to pay me any mind. Yeah. So what came what came out of that? What did you what did you feel like was the solution to that? Is that spending more quality time. Yeah. So lessen the amount of time on the tablet. Mm-hmm. And more time like right. face to face with her. Yes. Doing activities or doing whatever she whether watching a movie, eating something together. Mm-hmm. We like to go to Applebee's together. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? As a mom, you gotta like wash them, you gotta feed them. Well, I don't know. How old is your daughter? Six. Now? So you're probably still washing her. No. Kind of. Okay, she's all independent in that way. Yes. But as a mom, you gotta wash them, feed them. Yes. And then you gotta play with them. Yes. And then you gotta talk to them. Yes. And then you gotta understand and dissect their emotions because they're a whole other human. Yes. That's a lot and of And their work. homework. And, and then you eat. gotta do their homework? No, support them with their homework. Yeah. Or, I mean, <laughs> at some point. Some people do it. Somebody do it. Some people do their homework. Do it, especially with someone like me. Like, <laughs> I know there were times where my mom was just like, give me the book. Right. <laughs> give me the damn book. <laughs> so, and my, my mom would be like, give me the scissors. <laughs> Doing the project. She just did the damn project. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah damn parenting is a lot that's a lot of responsibilities right there and i'm sure we didn't even scratch the surface that's crazy sometimes you gotta call out because your kid is sick oh my gosh and then you get sick when they get sick yes oh my god and then kids are sick about a week Mm -hmm. they're not sick for four three days no it's sick about a week or two weeks yeah you know what else i think about though i feel like a part of adulting that i hate is doing paperwork Mm -hmm. i hate doing paperwork so it's like you got to do paperwork for yourself and for your kid. Yes. That's crazy. You but I'm glad now everything's online. Okay. But that's a well, very, some things. That's a very specific thing that I think people don't talk about. But I know I won't like that. Because I hate doing my own paperwork. So now I got to fill out all these documents. Like, when you know when you get the intake form at the doctor's office? So you got to fill out all those papers for your daughter and then for yourself? Yeah. That's mad annoying. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the most important, the most annoying thing is going to parent teacher conference. For real? Yes. I feel I gotta like- wait to see the teacher, then to see the teacher for five minutes or ten minutes. When that could have been a text message or an email, That's or crazy. I could just look at the report card and and see what's going on. That's crazy. I never <laughs> even thought of it like that. I always thought par- <laughs> I always thought parent teacher conference was like worse for the kid. Say that again? I always thought parent-teacher conference, like, as a kid, Mm because I only have memories of myself as a kid. I've never been a parent. I always thought it was worse, like, for the kid, because I was like, I'm going to be judged now. My mom's probably going to be upset at something, most likely because I'm talking a lot, you know? Like, I didn't think Mm. that parents would find it annoying. Or maybe it's just me. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's just me, no? I thought I thought my mom couldn't wait to hear I thought my mom was excited to be there. I thought she couldn't I thought she couldn't wait to hear the teachers drag me. <laughs> um Okay. Because they're calling you, calling you and saying, Hello, I need to schedule this. Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why do I need to come? Yeah. If you could just tell me. Exactly. Wait, that, you could have told me before I even got over there. That's an interesting point, especially in this modern era. I'm shocked that they're doing parent-teacher conferences in person still. Because um, you want to build that connection back again. That's true. And, and f- try to bring things back to normal. That's true. Yeah. No, but I, I wasn't even referring to just, like, the COVID thing. Okay. But I'm like, I can see it in, like, a few years just being something where you just check something online virtually. Like, I'm shocked it's still, like, a in-person conversation that's happening with parents and teachers. I think it's healthy. But it's true. Like, nowadays, people don't want to go places. People don't want to see things. Like, it's like, can I just log into the app and get the update on my kid? <laughs> I think it might end up being that way. Where's the portal? Yeah, where's the portal? So <laughs> how are you addressing generational traumas through motherhood? Or are you? Have you thought about it? Has anything come up? Like, for example, like something that your mom used to do that maybe you caught yourself doing and then maybe you changed that around and you're not doing that anymore? Or does that question relate to you in any way? Yes. Okay. Mm, I guess... 
for my family with work, mm-hmm. um, I noticed that I would overload myself with work. Mm. But I prioritize time. Mm. Regardless of how much things I do or add on my plate, I prioritize time, whether it's monthly or weekly or daily sometimes. So as time, you mean time for yourself? Time with my child. Okay. And time for myself, too. Okay. Yeah, both. That's important. So how do you do that? So, like, every day I try to do at least an hour of just prayer. That's just me time. That's beautiful. And then, like, for my daughter, it's like I try to do, like, an hour, 30 minutes for just me and her. No, not even that, that, it's not including homework time. Mm-hmm. It's just saying like, okay, now I made time for us. Mm-hmm. What are we what are we gonna do right now? Yeah. Oh my god. I what love you young parents. I really <laughs> I really am so excited. For I love this. to be the cause I I wanna be the I like to be the fun mom. Like I'm yeah. like the cool fun mom. Like I like to have That's a good time. the thing, it's hard to be the fun mom, especially it with is. all those responsibilities you have. It's crazy. And then the dad just walks in with some chicken nuggets and it's like, whoa, you're the best dad ever. <laughs> Love you, daddy. And the mom's probably like, fuck, fucking ass, didn't pay for shit. <laughs> okay. No, I don't mind because I don't like to cook. Mm-hmm. But I'll, have, I'll give her some chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll give her some chicken, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets is fine. I just oh. meant that a lot of times, what I was more so alluding to was that maybe it was more so my personal experience, so maybe I was deflecting. But a lot of times, moms take up most of the labor when it comes yeah. to parenting, and dads get to be the fun parent because maybe they just like pull them out of school one day or do something really cool or whenever Mm -hmm. they do show up now this is very like this is very like blanketed and i know a lot of people's experience is not like this but you know there's the thing of like the weekend the weekend dad you know the dad that just comes and they show their face for like fun things therefore the child associates their father with being fun and the mom with like being like boring and being the bitch even though again it goes back to the support thing and like maybe that mother in this in this example that i'm giving didn't have the support she needed so therefore she can't be the fun mom all the time and i think that happens to a lot of women so how do you how do you manage to be the fun mom even though you have to wear all these hats as a mother because i don't like to be strict yeah strict is connected to stress and Mm -hmm. i don't want it yeah and i don't receive it Ooh, i felt that i don't i love that (laughs) oh my god i wonder if i'm gonna have your mom style i'm like imagining it because that's so true i hate stress i don't i feel like i don't even have the energy exactly for i I don't have the energy to get like i think about how my damn i'm not gonna throw shade i'm not gonna address my own parents i think about how parents just get so mad and i'm like personally i don't have energy for that much anger exactly and a lot of my anger that i do have to be honest will any i kind of like internalize it if anything will be towards me i just can't Mm -hmm. see myself being that mad towards a kid exactly um but yeah you know to each their own so fun mom i love that what are some examples what does a fun mom do be a kid that's so beautiful be a kid um always bringing joy um putting the this child first for the where, where I mean as far as what do they want mm-hmm. not what did you want for them mm-hmm. what, like always you planning things yeah how about asking them what do you want to plan what do you want us to do that's true asking them what they want because some parents they'll get their kids like you know all the Jordans all the Gucci you know people are putting one-year-olds in Gucci now yes. all this stuff but it's like, is that what the kid wants? Right. They really want the light-up shoes. They really want the light-up shoes. Now, not going to judge parents that get their kid in Gucci, you know, because yeah, at absolutely. the end of the day, if you want to do that, sure. But I'm saying also consider what the kid wants. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you would just waste your money. Yes. You're, you're just and wasting would, your money. They won't take care of it anyway. Yeah, they won't take it. But some people don't care about that, you yeah. know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you, it's also good to consider what the kid wants. Um okay love it fun mom yes what's a challenge that comes from motherhood that you didn't expect communication Mm. i feel like as a parent 
communicating to my child is hard sometimes. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm wearing my job hat, and then mm-hmm. I'm wearing my parent hat, mm-hmm. and then I'm listening to experiences or other people. But it's like, how do I get through my own child? Mm. And I feel like sometimes that's hard. Do you have an example of where you really struggled with communication with your child? Um, like right now, I'm trying to get her to focus on doing her homework. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's always been a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I try to tell her that it's important to do your homework because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But is it really? Yeah. Is it really important to do your homework? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's hard. Like, I get what you mean. Like, it's probably hard to teach kids lessons when you haven't fully internalized them yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think kids read that, too. Yeah. Like, whenever, like, my parents have given me, like, a half-assed lesson, it's like, do you even really follow that? Like, you know? I think when when your lessons are, like, they come from truth and authenticity, like, kids usually feel that more. So maybe for you, damn, I'm not even a parent, but I'm just thinking, like, maybe the 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 way to get your child to understand that for you might be not, um, not saying you have to do your homework. It's like you have to honor your commitments, maybe. Okay. So okay. maybe it's that. Like, maybe homework isn't important, but, you know, you have a commitment to go to school and to give something in at a certain time so you do it even if you don't want to. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Look at me. Okay. Thank <laughs> you, dropping gems. <laughs> so how can society be there for mothers more? And and this goes for people. I've really been looking into this more like um, I, I've been seeing a lot of really great work from people that do a lot of like community building and stuff on Instagram. And I've been seeing a lot of like how community care is important. So not just self-care, community care and how mothering should be. Mothering is really something that should be done almost communally, like not so individual. And I feel like in our society, unfortunately, we put a lot on one person, on the mother to be everything. Absolutely. How can, I know you have a lot of support, but just in general, how can society support mothers more? Um, Check-ins. But also the women have to seek the support, Mm -hmm. whether it's joining groups, Facebook groups, or whether it's even reaching out to families or friends to say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not okay. How did you seek support? Do you do that? Yes. Okay. And was that hard for you? Yes, because sometimes, again, I don't want to talk, or sometimes I do want to talk. But I'm learning that opening up is is where your your soul feels more complete and you feel more comfortable. Yeah. You don't feel like you're because I would I would used to internalize everything Mm -hmm. and be like, as a, am I Growing up, it was told to me that to be strong. Mm-hmm. So no matter what. Yeah. So hurting or feeling those feelings wasn't allowed. So how did so you get I had to the? To. How did you get to the point? Because I you broke. Just did it? You just I broke. broke so right. You I had broke. To. So I had to. I'm like, no. I feel like this is not right. And I learned. I figured out like this is not right. Yeah. I wouldn't cry. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. Am I normal? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not normal. Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, I want to feel. I want to feel like everybody else. And once I start opening my mouth, communicating, and telling things, it made me feel a lot better. And it, it makes you feel comfortable and safe. No way. Hold on. LR, look at this. I just wanted to. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Weird. I just want. <laughs> <laughs> we got former podcast guests and FaceTiming me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Tea. Anyways, but yes, back to what you were saying. You were saying a very deep thing, but I just had to, I just had to, you know, be a little petty for a second. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, I completely hear what you're saying. Like, you know, that support 
is something that you deserve. It's not, you're not being, you're not asking for too much. Like us as a society, we need to care for one another. So what does it look like to ask for help? Some people probably literally don't know. Like, how did you do it? Um, sometimes it's first either writing down what you want to say mm. and then saying it or just put it in the text mm. or maybe it's a phone call mm. or f finding people that you can confide in. Mm -hmm. So give, give us an example. Like you're like... Um, Maybe let me put a hypothetical situation and they're like, um, my, your daughter's sick and you're overwhelmed and you just need to be able to go out for a walk for 20 minutes. Like you just need that time. How do you ask for help in that situation? Go to the bathroom, close the door <laughs> and just breathe, mm -hmm. breathe. Whether it's sometimes, if you need to scream, scream. If you need to text somebody real quick, yeah. hey, I'm not having a good day right now. Yeah. Or sometimes people make a post. Yeah. Right. On but Facebook what if you need someone to come and like watch your baby real quick? Like, what do you, what do you do? What do you say? So call someone. Yes, I would call someone. You would just call and you just ask them. I never reached that level. Yeah. But if I would, I would call someone. Yeah. Say hey. You should. Um, I'm not. I'm not feeling my best right now. Can you? come out come support me right now and mothers need to know that and not be ashamed of that because i think Absolutely. i think if more people knew that then we would see less of like those like horror story situations Absolutely. of you know women hurting themselves or their kids you know because sometimes people just get overwhelmed so because sometimes it's they're more ashamed mm -hmm. of what someone can say if they say certain things yeah of the backlash that, that's true but that's a real concern though yeah. the stigma is really real though even when when i hear women talk about um this was actually weird but like i don't know if anyone out there watches the kardashians but in a yeah. recent episode chloe she was actually talking about not feeling a, a strong connection with her son who she um she had her son through surrogacy so I thought that was like really cool, like to see that mm. on the Kardashians, just having her say that. Cause I don't know, it felt like, it felt like unlike them to say, to, to have someone say something like that. So I felt like that was a really real moment from Chloe to say that. Absolutely. Cause I'm sure a lot of, uh, a lot of women feel that, especially with the surrogacy situation, but some women feel that without surrogacy, like not feeling a connection to their baby and I know if you say that to some women, some other women, they'll probably be like, oh, like, I wonder what's wrong with her. You know, women that haven't had that experience, mm -hmm. they might be, sh they might shame you for even feeling that way. So that's why some women hide their feelings. Yeah. And so I think as a society, that's another way that we can support, like not being judgmental. Absolutely. Because exactly. you don't, you don't know what women are going through. So if a woman comes up to you saying like, I don't like being a mother today or I don't feel happy with this or I don't feel a connection with my baby or whatever. Like that shouldn't be something to be like, oh, my God, she's going crazy. Just like be like, OK, how can I help you? Absolutely. Exactly. How can I support you? Exactly. And then maybe through that, the connection and her mental health and everything would get better if we just support each other more. Yes. Um, so a segment that I always do in my podcast episodes is harsh truth. So I let I like to know if there's a harsh truth that you've learned through being a mother or just in general, like over the last year or two. It could be in regarding to your business. You're not going to get everything right, mm -hmm. but trust the process. That's beautiful. Yeah, that, I love that. You're not going to get everything right but trust the process. And what made you learn that harsh truth? Um, business. Um, school, yes, yeah, school, yeah. work. You're in school, so let's talk a little bit about your school, your education. So I just got um, accepted into a doctor doctoral program. Wow, yeah. oh my god. So I'm, I'm trying to start July 11th. Congrats, congrats to you. And I finished my master's. And how? 
Oh my God! Congrats! Can we thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you, Yes. So how do you how do you do this with a with a kid and a and juggling a business? How do you do all of this? How do you get your master's degree and now on your way to get a doctorate? I just don't think about it to be honest. You just don't if I don't if once I start to think about all the things I add on my plate, I feel drained mm-hmm. and I feel unmotivated. But once I'm just going and and I set myself a schedule and say, this is what I'm doing, and focus on the future. My mind is always on how am I going to get better? Mm-hmm. How am I going to do something different that I didn't do yesterday? Mm-hmm. Or how do I do something I haven't done before? That's a word. I love that. <laughs> and you're doing it. I'm so proud of you. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. It's but not easy. Yeah. I learned to believe in myself, regardless. That's amazing. That's if it goes wrong... At least I try, and I believe in myself. And it won't go right, wrong. Right, it won't go wrong. Right. <laughs> you, you got your master's, and yeah, you're on your way to get your doctorate. That's beautiful. Yes. And what did you get your master's in, and what are you about to get your doctorate in? Education. Okay. Both in education. And what are your plans for that for those degrees? I want to move up in, ad, in administration. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a teacher for five years now. Yeah. But I want to branch out to supporting teachers on how well I'm performing, because I'm really good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And I want to share that with other adults. Yeah. And so, like educating teachers. Yes, on how to support students, on how to produce data, how to excel at what they do, mm-hmm. how to just be reflective and grow. That's crazy! Wow. So a teacher on her way to be like head of administration and. Mm-hmm an event planner, starting up that business. I yes. hope, you know, I wish a lot of success and sending a lot of love and positivity towards you on that journey. Yes, thank and you. And you got your master's. I'm so yes. proud of you. And you're on your way to your doctorate. So yes. that just shows that, you know, no matter what you got on your plate, like you can do anything you put your mind to as long as you believe in yourself. And kind of like you said, just take it one day at a time and focus on the future, focus on getting better and improving yourself. Absolutely. That's a great lesson for people to take home with them. So um, this was a great conversation. It's been great to have you on. Thank you. Would you like to plug your social media one more time? Bomb Bomb Events. B-O-M-B. B-O-M-B. Events. Yes. Make sure to support her. Um, She has a lot of fun stuff going on. So that's great. Yes. And to round off the episode we always do a song of the pod so is there a song that you've been enjoying lately that you would like to leave people out to um get off the wall like that song get (laughs) off get off the wall Mm -hmm. by philly goats i think i think so yes per if it's wrong just let me know and i'll change it okay yeah okay This is so random. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode 11. Please give us a follow at at Bronx Girl at Heart podcast on Instagram. See you guys next time. See you. Bye.